You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. I am honored to be here. Thanks for bringing me on as a guest. Wow, that was that was such a long pause. Wait, and what? again, I, I don't know why I have to remind this to you at the beginning of every episode. You are not my guest. <laughs> you look, are I, a co-host. Look, if I, I feel like if I keep telling you that uh, I'm your guest, that I won't have to come back and do this again. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. It hurt a little. Like, Look, right, right in my heart. Pogues, we watched Swamp Thing, all right? Wes Craven's Swamp Thing. The thing he did yeah. as, like, a summer vacation movie so he could get You're a little welcome. extra credit. <laughs> and we've watched some real stinkers. We sure have. Um, this episode coming up here that we're about to tease for you will probably be a break. No, it'll be the same. It'll, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's it's going to be a new type of yeah kind of crapshoot. Yeah, it's it's less of like an underfunded, sweaty rubber man suit in uh, like a low Louisiana swamp, and more like an over budgeted, uh, highly glossy, poorly scripted uh, origin story that stretched out for an entire two hours. I believe that man is also in a rubber costume too, though. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Rubber costumes sort of are our forte. Uh, of course, we're called a fetish, I believe. We are referring to the 2011 movie Marvel Thor. Yes, Thor. You may have forgotten it was a movie because not a whole lot happens in it. I, we're being pretty harsh already on it, but if I recall, most people kind of came up when, all right, that was a movie that I saw. Um, yeah, I, it's not a bad movie. No, but it's it not is, really. <laughs> it is just not a movie. There's like nothing there. Yeah, it's 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 like an origin story, but they kept stretching it. They kept on pulling it and trying to like squeeze it, squeeze it out for like a, the full length. I do recall laughing during it and finding it amusing. Uh, I can't recall most of the action scenes at all, uh, and I vaguely understand remember the villain of that movie. Besides, you know, generally Loki, kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, which was the start of the bane of the the Marvel universe, where they're like, he just has to be in everything now. It's like, yeah, does he? a little bit does Loki. He? In my Thor. A little bit of Loki in my Avengers. <laughs> I believe now it's just a, a little bit of other things <laughs> in Loki. Look, don't interrupt my Loki number five. So, right. Was that like a Mambo number five joke? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I am a little excited to review this movie because Thor is such a huge part of the Marvel Universe now. We see him in everything, and we're going to see him in Thor Ragnarok, which... Ever, no, wait. That already came out. Thor... Wait, what is no, it? Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. You're, Never mind. You're right. Shit. You're psyching yourself out. I was psyching myself out. I'm thinking of Dark World, right? Yeah. yeah Help me. Help me. Look, look, I barely remember the second <laughs> one, other than I remember seeing it and being like, mm, I should have done something else look, with those two hours. Pogues, I need your help getting the Thorverse straight. <laughs> I think you might be coming to the Hold wrong on. person. Let me ask my cat. It. Giz, you want to fuck off? Uh, what I turns out <laughs> huge Thor fan. That's why he yeah. showed up very angry. When Giz interrupts uh, our our full length episodes, I tend to pause and cut him out. But uh, for these mini episodes, he gets to be a featured guest. So you want me to turn a mic on there, buddy? There we go. <laughs> There's my guy. Um, a lot of times I will hear Ben say "shut up" to his cat, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't hear the cat, so you sound insane. <laughs> Like, you're just yelling at nothing, but sometimes you can hear Giz kind of just toss in his, yeah. his two cents? Yeah, his two cents, yeah. All right. That's true. Uh, getting us back on track, uh, 
Uh, Thor, like Where, I, oh, this isn't our cat podcast. <laughs> Thor has a, as always, I like to kind of like take a little background research before we do a movie, just for some of that, you know, outside of the actual movie itself background. Uh, and Thor has a uh, kind of like its content, a pretty middling uh, crew behind it. I hate to hate to be that mean, but the um, the director is known for a, a whole series of movies that you've never heard of i think the most notable ones that pop up uh include <laughs> valkyrie um hello valkyrie is a great movie though and henry v from the late late 80s and like those that... are the only two films you could find in his, uh, in his uh... i mean he's been nominated for a number of oscars We're talking about kenneth braun uh but in, oh and... that's who wait that's who did thor yeah yeah i did not know that oh he's got dracula and shit so he's like Legit. He did Dead Again, right? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. He did, did, did Dead Again. I've never even heard of that movie. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't... Yeah. Did a yeah, lot of Shakespeare, okay. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying the guy sucks. I'm just saying... Like, yeah, he, but he's not... Uh... It's a strange choice. Uh, uh, he's got quite a lineage of movies that don't seem to have a lot of um, overlap with the action or comic book movie franchise. So it's... Um... And he seems to be sort of outside of Marvel's love of picking like comedic directors or directors who are like more familiar with television sort of comedy right. directing versus action. Yeah, and Thor yeah, is weird. written as a comedy, so I'm wondering if that's part of the reason why it doesn't maybe totally land. It's it's writers are interesting. They uh, they the two the the two screenwriters wrote uh, almost the entirety of the Sarah Connor Chronicles, which was in my opinion uh-huh. an undervalued television show. Uh, as well as they worked directly on X Men First Class, so of course after Thor, and uh, they both <laughs> co-wrote Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> That, in fact, was their introduction into Hollywood. That Frankie Muniz vehicle of the stars. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a... Um, so, so that, one of these things is not like the other. It's it's an interesting crew. I don't quite know what to take of it. Um, but yeah, the movie's, the movie's got moderate reviews on many review sites. Um, my question to you is, I don't know if you know the answer to this, uh, do you know if this is based off of a particular storyline, this Thor movie? I don't recall it sounding familiar to me at all when I watched it. I'm going to say my knowledge of Thor is, like, really old and then the really new Marvel Now <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So to my recollection, no, this is not based off of a series. Because when Thor was originally introduced, he's actually like a doctor who finds Thor's hammer and becomes Thor. Right, and then they retcon that later to say, no, he was always Thor. He had just lost his memory. And thought he was a doctor, which yeah. is like a weird thing to think you are and practice. Because in the comics, he is a practicing doctor in the early series. I'm like, wow, that is some form of amnesia. You become a GP. <laughs> like, it's weird. I'm going to wake up tomorrow as just like a dentist. And I'm like, oh, wow. I just know everything about like orthodontic surgery. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very odd. So, I mean, they've definitely done sort of the um, Thor loses his hammer like sort of story arc before, which is the original story is he's sent to Earth because Odin deems him no longer worthy to be Thor. 
Right, yeah, I think it's picking up a lot of pieces, because, yeah, my, my Thor knowledge is almost exclusively the Walt Simmons and stuff, which is more prevalent to the new Thor movie, and uh, some of, like, the Ultimates and that kind of thing. Uh, so I have I have very, very uh, uh, thin and and gapped Thor knowledge, but I'm excited to rewatch it. Uh, I'm excited to, to, to find ourselves a good uh, good guest to join us with their expertise and or their uninformed opinion. I find both extremely valuable. Uh, and uh, I highly recommend that you tune in so we could uh, talk about it. Yes, I'm sure you can rent this somewhere. I don't believe it's on Netflix, but yeah. you can easily rent it on Amazon. We gotta keep, you might own it. we got to keep doing these Batman movies because they're all on HBO Go right now, like all of them. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess maybe we should do uh, Batman and Robin soon. Speaking I, luckily, was gifted by my brother a four-movie di- four set of the, Bat- the original Batman <laughs> movies. Your brother's a where good you man. Get, like, where you buy them is like you know like seven dollars. It's like the disc are just printed on both sides. Like there's no, <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's like a minimum. it's a CDR that someone sharpied on. Yeah, I know. I know. What's crazy is the the <laughs> the Batman and Robin just started. I've never had a DVD that does not have a menu. Like it legit just started to play, and I was like, <laughs> it's like, did you steal these? Because I'm like, that's what happens when you make your own DVDs. Sir, they just play. Sir, our DVD menu guy killed himself when he started working on the Batman and Robin <laughs> menu. It was so. I was like, yeah, it was the most insane thing I've ever seen. Um, so, also with that said, uh, if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend the Batman Forever episode that we just wrapped on last week and, and published. Um, it is quite good and has a lot of details that you may not have known about the Batman series uh, or, or, or Joel Schumacher's interpretation of it. Uh, or things you might not know about Sarah's love, Ben's wife, of the Bat- Batman and Robin movie, which Ben does not agree with. <laughs> <laughs> also her take on just buns technology it's really important uh, listen. it's an important listen um always know about the current bun tech with that said uh there's a couple of light news items here keep it short yes i don't know if you saw which i know you didn't because we talked about this beforehand but i'm gonna pretend like we didn't uh <laughs> did you see that they cast uh sony is gonna make their own standalone venom movie that is gonna have nothing to do with spider-man spider-man won't be in it it does huh. not take place in a Spider-Man universe, but it is going to be a Venom standalone movie, and they cast Eddie Brock, uh, or Venom, as he's commonly known. And uh, who do you think they picked? This is tough because usually I'm the one to ambush you with news. Um, I'm going to say – odd choice. Okay. I was going to say Adam Driver because he's in everything now. Um, no. Not that <laughs> odd. Uh, I'll give you a clue. He's been in – uh, another comic book movie not too long ago within the 2000s. Mm. I got nothing. Uh, it is Tom Hardy Tom who H- played Bane Whoa. in The Dark Knight Rises. Interesting. Yeah, okay. an, odd, an odd choice, especially because I don't know if you followed Tom Hardy's career. There's a lot of his movies he has decided that speaking loud enough to be understood and clear is just something he's not that interested in. <laughs> He does bring this this bizarre sort of like drunken animal tendency to his to his films. Like if he just got it like is, a bear toasted, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. And like I thought it was like it was like oh, I mean we all know Dark Knight Rises, the Bane voice is a source of pure comedy gold. But the more and more movies I watch with him, I'm just like oh, that's his thing is like mumblecore. <laughs> mumblecore. So Shit, it'll be that's interesting. Yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Um, I assume that since he's in it, Christopher Nolan had to direct it since they seem to be like – That's the rule. You know, yeah. Uh, I do love I, – I feel like Cillian Murphy wakes up every day and it's just like, 
looks into the obituaries, he's like, please don't say Christopher Nolan died so I can <laughs> be in another motion picture. Um, continuing on with my news for you is, uh, are you aware Uh-oh. that that Wonder uh, Double A Wonder Woman lifted uh, its review uh, uh, wall or whatever it is you call it when the uh, critics finally get to say what they thought about a movie before it comes out, and it's Ooh. faring pretty well. Uh, places like Vox, Empire, Chicago Sun Times, New York Daily, they all gave it uh, 80 and up in general in terms of oh. out of 100 on Metacritic. So. Pretty solid scores, uh, certainly for a DC uh, movie, which, uh, as we've discussed in this podcast, DC has not been killing it in terms of their films. They tend to have um, a pretty strong fan reaction from people who seem to went into the movie already liking it somehow, uh, and not so much with just uh, everybody else. Uh, but this movie seems to be getting a good response, which is we've been sort of hoping on because uh, the trailers have made it look quite good. And uh, our lead actress, who uh, whose name I will now forever mispronounce after you inform me that it's not what I think it is, uh, is yes. is just like the perfect casting in my opinion. So I believe she said it was pronounced Gail Gadot. I, everyone I know says Gal Gadot. So I yeah, uh, which I thought, but then I looked up. She's Israeli. I did right. not know that. She is Israeli. That's correct. Yeah, in fact, I so heard they do not pronounce it the French way. Uh, there, I believe there was some some uh, some blocking of the movie in some countries because you know they're pissed off about that uh, about, she was born about... in a country <laughs> yeah yeah how dare she that's a, that's a reasonable yeah because you can control that i don't know if you knew that they before you're born you can determine exactly where you come out and they tell you as a you know as a pre-baby the exact political influence of the country you're being born into that's pretty... that is that is insane if that is true yeah i know people just pretty much just trying to uh jam some politics into it because as far as i know she's not really a uh, a, a wildly outspoken you know politics uh, politics person so i think you can pretty i much... think she also lives in the united states now so i she does I don't yeah. know if she's even yeah i was gonna say i don't know if you can really hold it against her and i i yeah maybe i missed when she came out and said like death to palestine <laughs> i don't think that ever <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird yeah that was a weird promotional video that was uh for one for wonder woman i was really confused by that the one. most the craziest uh post-credit scene in fast and the furious six. Oh god now here's hoping that's just some government agent who had to read through listen to this entire podcast because someone said death to palestine yeah maybe we're gonna be banned in this country <laughs> like oh it was it was satire we were we were talking about how silly it was folks ever since we were banned in the middle east our numbers have just skyrocketed. <laughs> we do need a little controversy. Remember how well it did for uh, that movie, The Interview? I'm just kidding. It did not do good for it. <laughs> yeah, it did not land them in a good position. Um, that's really all the news I had. I didn't really have anything that struck me uh, of interest lately, except that Wonder Woman is coming out uh, as of recording. It should be coming out this Friday. Uh, yeah, it should be the day after you if you listen to this when it comes out, which you should. You should yeah. just be waiting. I may go see it, so I'll be excited to talk about it on our next mini-episode, uh, and then eventually on a full episode. Yes, I'm excited. Perhaps if we can both see it. Uh, we had talked about maybe doing it this time, but without being prepared. Usually we like to talk about doing a movie well in advance, so we both know we have to go see it. <laughs> you know, It's a little easier to watch a movie in your house than to make the effort to go to a theater and uh, you know be around people. Oh. Perhaps maybe next week we can do it. 
And a final bit of news that's not really news at all. I'm just actually going to say something that's uh, anecdotal. Pogues, I started watching uh, Suicide Squad on HBO Go at a sort of a lark while I was eating dinner. And I did not finish it, nor did I get very far, because I stopped at about 20 minutes in. And I said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I was afraid for a second you were going to be like, it's not that bad. And I was going to be like, oh, no. It, oh, it, no. <laughs> do you remember that Mortal Kombat, like, short, like, the revamp that came out not too long ago, where they're, like, we're trying to, like, redo Mortal Kombat in, like, a yeah, Mario yeah, but it was, uh, it was, like, fan done. Yeah, I do remember that. And it was, like, a series of vignettes of, like, where all those Mortal Kombat characters would be. It's, like, a, sh- like a, like a short, like an internet short that's what this movie feels like it feels like an internet short where they're just piecing together vignettes that like that they shot uh it's not a movie it's there's no there's there's no setup there's no plot there's no introduction there's no open like they just start doing little vignettes it's such a fucking mess oh, oh man shit. I, like i both want to watch it for the podcast but i also do not want to watch it because that means i have to watch it it's a it's a sad turn of events it sure is but i digress so well uh let's let's go ahead and just end this episode on our catchphrase what a sad turn of events um (laughs) that's most of them yeah usually one of us crying softly (laughs) so next week thor just thor and uh yeah we'll we'll see you back next week